Forbidden Door has just ended and after every show, every after every pay-per-view, we have to ask ourselves, well, what just happened? So what did just happen? Well, AEW Cross, New Japan Pro Wrestling. What's the tally? What is the tally for the show? So we're going to start on the pre-show. We have three matches on the pre-show. Not going to really cover them much, but we had Yoshi Hashi and Haruki. Goto versus QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Goto and um, Hashi won. So that's a win for New Japan. We had Lance Archer versus Nick Camarado. Now, I'm not counting this match because they're currently both AEW uh, performers, but Lance Archer spent a lot of time in New Japan, which is why this match is happening. And then in our final uh, actually, no, we have four matches on the pre-show. That's, that's nuts. Uh, we have Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee taking on Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado. Desperado is very, very nice, but Swerve and Our Glory took this. And lastly, we have the Gun Club and Max Caster taking on the DKC and Kevin Knight, Alex Coughlin, and Yuya Uemuru. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, but... Um, Castle had a very beautiful, beautiful rap. And right before the match started, um, Dan Housel appeared on the screen to taunt the ass boys with a new song. And they ran to the back. So essentially, was Billy Gunn and Max Caster in a 4 2 handicap match. <laughs> and they won. So AEW gets the win there. But on to the main show. Our first match of the evening was Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki versus Shoto Umino, Wheeler Yuta, and Eddie Kingston. And essentially, the highlight of this match was the chop fest between um, Eddie Kingston and uh, Suzuki. The crowd is very much into Suzuki, very much into Eddie. And they were the true highlights of this. I mean, everybody else did look very very good and the winner of this match would have the man advantage for blood and guts on wednesday but in the end in the end after a whole bunch of shenanigans everybody really got the shine um you to hit jericho with i think six straight german suplexes guys the guy is um Guy's going to be big. Guy going to be big. And Umino also sh- uh, shine as well. But Jericho, Sammy, Monero won with uh, Jericho hit the Judas effect on Shoto. Shota for the win. So th- this was this was a solid affair. Very, very much enjoyed. And it went, <laughs> it went almost 20 minutes. Did it need to go 20 minutes? I, I really don't um, think so. Our next match was Rapongi Vice. Versus Jeff Cobb and the Great O'Con versus FTR with a winner take all for the IWGP and Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. And man, this was fun. Uh, FTR are super over. Super, super, super over. And in the early beginnings of the match, Dax got hurt. Um, 
We don't know if it was real. We don't know if it was a shoot. Whatever. But Dexter Herzog essentially was Cash Wheeler fighting by himself. And everybody here looked um, very much good. Very much the part. And, I mean, Dax looked legitimately injured. Once he got hurt, the crowd's energy kind of just waned. And he was able to come back. He had the tape on his arm. Action really never, ever slowed down. But FTR won hitting the big rig on Rocky Romero. FTR are now the Ring of Honor, AAA, and IWGP Tag <laughs> Team Championship. Champions. Next up, we had the full rematch for the inaugural uh, AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Malachi Black versus Pac versus Miro versus Clark Connors. This is the first time I'm seeing, I was seeing a Clark Connors. He looks like a baby hangman page, but the guy is good. And the guy can go. He was, he was definitely fun. He was definitely a big, big, big bright spot. And I thought that was, I thought it was really dope. I thought, I thought he, he, sh- he, he showed a lot of potential. Um, Pac really wanted a piece of Malachi Black. He really, really did. Um, there was a, a part in the match where Miro was was it Miro? I think it was Miro setting up a table on the uh, on the uh, barricade and almost hit a kid in the face. Watch the kid, and this was chaotic. This was fun. Um, he uh, Clark Connors was the really the unknown man here. He was he really didn't receive any any recognition, any pop, any love. But as as the match got going, and he started getting more involved, he felt really less like an afterthought and a guy that belonged there. Because he was the odd man out. I mean, everybody in the match had a minimum of nine years, nine years plus experience on him. And, I mean, he clearly wasn't going to win. The favorite was Miro, but Pac won. That kind of, that kind of shocked a lot of people. Because none of us, none of us really pick Pac winning this match um, next up we had Sting Darby Allen and Shingo Takagi taking on the Young Bucks and uh, Phantasma this was originally a fatal four way match but it became a tag match cause uh, I forget his name Young Man that was supposed to be with Sting was sick so they come out for the entrances right except they're, the Sting music plays and he's just not there it's just where sting i mean we, we just thought the bucks attacked him so the bucks come out uh takagi comes out hukuleo bullet club lights go out stings in the rafters lights come back out lights go all lights go out they go on i'm high as shit <laughs> lights go out Lights go on, Sting's in the rafter. Lights go out again, lights go back on, Sting is down on the top of the interest rent and just dives onto the Bullet Club. And from here on out, it was, uh, it was very fun. It's, the crowd really, really enjoyed this match. Uh, this went about 30 minutes, which is shocking because I'm used to matches with the Young Bucks going for a lot longer. But everybody everybody just had fun. And El Fantasmo is good, y'all. If you've never seen El Fantasmo, check him out uh he brought a little bit of silly to the match i i since i thought i would never hear it i only hear in wrestling 
Unfortunately, Darby Allen has had his back raked twice during this match. That's hilarious. That's this was fun. This is this is the match where it wasn't really going to be a technical masterpiece, but everybody was just going to have fun. And Sting and Sting Darby Allen and Takagi won after Sting ducked a BTE trigger, hit Phantasma with the nips. Scorpion Death Drop, one, two, three. Next up, we had the AEW Women's World Championship. Thunder Rosa defending against Tony Storm. This was the only women's match on the card. And like I told, said, yo, I needed, I, I just needed these, these two ladies to just go out and just do their thing. Don't be beholden to anybody else. Just go out and do your thing. And guess what? They did their thing. This was a really, really good match. It was very, very solid. It was a handshake in the beginning out of respect, and it was deliberate. It was, it was, it, you see matches like this, they, they slowly are building. They're deliberate with their moves, their strikes, their grapples, and that's what's going on with Tony and Rose. So they both are really like mini power wrestlers with, some, with technical skill. I mean, they're not the horses of the vision like um, Abaddon. Nyla Rose, uh, Jamie Hayter, but these two women can go, and they know how to tell a story. This was, and, and the thing I like about this match was it didn't, wasn't wasn't a cool down match, and the crowd started out uninterested, but as the match got on and it grew, and it grew, and it grew, they had the crowd in the palm of their hand. And this was a traditional AEW match. Uh, like it was just there, but you knew it was good. And it was good. Uh, Storm was selling her arm. They kicked out of every body move. But uh, uh, Rosa hit the uh, final reckoning, which is Dustin Rhodes, her mentor's finisher. It's the uh, twisting brain buster. This was, this was good. Um, didn't feel rushed. I wish it would have went a little bit longer. And I think they will fight again and have a really, really great match. Next up, we had the IWGP United States Championship. Uh, Juice Robinson was there with the belt that should be going to Will Ospreay. But Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. Man. Uh, for those of you that don't get Orange Cassidy. You're missing out, man, because this guy can work. This guy can go. This guy can tell a story. Um, it started out great in the beginning. And this might <laughs> so crazy. This might be my match of the night. Um, they went heavy, heavy, heavy on the comedy early in the beginning. Uh, Cass hit his usual spots with the hands in the pockets and the kip up and the arm drags and DDTs. But once he gets serious and turns turn it on, it's like, yo. All right, I'm in for a fight. Um, Will Ospreay, guys, one of the faces, one of the stars of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Counters upon counters, moves, and <sighs> these guys really, really showed you what great wrestling looks like by telling that story in the ring. Y'all should go check out this match. And Will Ospreay won with the Stormbreaker. 
after the match, Osprey and Aussie Open began beating up uh, Orange Cassidy until Katsuyori Shibata's music hits and he heads to the ring and he clears the ring and the crowd loves it and they're going wild and Shibata and uh, and and um, Orange Cassidy have some fun. So expect uh, expect a fight for the IWGP champion uh, well, United States Championship. With Will Ospreay with Shibata with Juice, Juice Robinson. This was such a great, great match. Um, yeah. This W has Zack Sabre Jr. taking on essentially Brian Dane's replacement and the newest who and the person who will be the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. And who was it, folks? It was none other than Claudio Castanoli. Uh, if you don't know who that is. For you mainstream wrestling fans, that is Antonio Cesaro from WWE, but he was Claudio Casanoli first before he went to the E. And Claudio almost won his match, and he just hit, hit Zack Sabre Jr. with an uppercut as soon as the bell rang, hit the neutralizer, 1-2.4. Zack Sabre rose out of the ring. And uh, I'm sorry to say this, but Zack Sabre is is essentially the jobber to the stars this was an excellent 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 technical match it went almost 20 minutes two different styles like cesaro could be technical but he can also um be heavy hitter he's we know how strong he is and zack saber jr is one of the best technical wrestlers on the planet he had counters for whatever uh claude was going to throw at him especially with the power um we had an early arm, early arm injury with Claudio. He was able to overcome that. And Zack Sabre Jr. worked the ref, worked that count, making sure he doesn't get disqualified, but able to push and see how far he can take the ref. This was such a very, very good match. And um, yeah, Claudio won. So he'll be joining Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, and John Moxley for Blood and Guts on Wednesday. Next up, we had... The Fatal 4 match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship Switchblade J. Wright defending against Adam Cole, Hangman Adam Page, and the Rainmaker himself, Kazuchika Okada. And the crowd was hot for this straight from the jump, straight from the rib. They were ready. They were expecting awesomeness. And we got... um. We got less than awesome, but very, very good excitement. Because this was a good match. This joint went 21 minutes. And just everybody did their part. What really hurt this match was the ending because it looked like Adam Cole really was hurt. And NJ White just pinned him. It just, it just it just felt like that wasn't the ending, but Jay White saw that Adam Cole was hurt and he just ended the match. I mean that's what that's what you that's what that's what you're supposed to do. Um, Okada was all over the place. Hangman, for his credit, has been built up to be a major star. He did not feel out of place here, and the stare down between him and Okada makes me want this match. I mean Moose got a match with Okada, and that's no disrespect to Moose. But this was really, really good. I think Okada's probably flying straight back to Japan. Cause, I mean, would would Tony Khan give Okada a one-on-one match on um 
Dynamite. Just here's the Hangman versus Okada. But this was a solid match. Jay White retains because, of course, he was going to retain. He just got the championship. Wow. Why would he lose it? Uh, but that was that was that was fun. I'm hoping everything's all well and good with Adam Page, Adam Cole, baby. And lastly, our main event, the interim championship match. Sorry, the match for the interim AEW World Title: John Moxley versus Hiroyoshi Tanahashi. Um, uh, if you heard you fucked up early in the beginning of the match because there was a fight in the crowd and the cops were dragging your fan away <laughs> this joint started out slow like, just you know really trying to get, get a feel for each other and um just to see what you can, you know, really what you can put on your opponent. What can you give them? What can they take? What can they give you? What can you take? But once we kicked it into the second gear, um, things picked up. As you say, business picked up. Uh, Mox was just brutal as usual. Tanahashi, he's the ace for a reason. Able, able to really wrestle circles around John Moxley. But the match really took a turn once. John Moxley was cut open because what's a John Moxley match without blood? What is a John Moxley match without blood? Did he even wrestle? But we have an interim AEW champion, which is John Moxley after he hit the Death Rider on Tanahashi in a and a great, great, great fun match. Uh, not definitely not my match of the nights. But very, very good enough. I'm real. I am really shocked that they put the championship on uh, Moxley. He is the first ever two-time AEW World Champion. I mean, I'll say don't count it. And just say he's the interim champion. After the match, uh, JAS all ran out. Santana Ortiz, Eddie all ran out, and um, JAS really got the advantage. So, so Claudio came out to clear the ring. He hits. Uh, Chase Parker with 20 revolutions on a big swing. JAS stood out, out the ring. Yelled at Claudio. William Regal joined, joined his squad. And that's how the show ended. But that is what just happened. I will say my matches of the night is probably Will Ospreay versus uh, Orange Cassidy. Just thinking about it, probably. The tag match, the triple threat tag match is close. Same thing with the All-Atlantic Championship, but I'll probably go with um, Will Ospreay with Orange Cassidy. But that's what just happened. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Come back this Saturday for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast as we go over and preview Money in the bank but i am your host jeremy pierce check me out on the socials the 215 spelled out on twitter charismatic creations on facebook tumblr and youtube and the charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram peace